1: Presented by X Insurance. X Insurance from the Six Hour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America, fighting the enemies of freedom. Mark, Mark Walters. Walters.
0: Walters, Armed American Radio's daily defense. Here in the Six Hour Studios, hour one on this one, Crossbreed Holsters microphone. All of it being brought to you today and every day by the great X Insurance. It is the Friday edition. My guest today. Were- we're going to go right to him, the great Dave Workman, out in beautiful Bellevue, Washington. Dave, how are you, my friend? Well, it's Friday, you know. We've got <laughs> Father's Day weekend coming up. You know, I forgot, and that's, I forgot about that. Thank you for the reminder. I didn't even think about it. Maybe we get so busy we forget about that real-life stuff. Well, the, yeah,
2: it is real-life stuff. And, you know, just because we're out there fighting the fight on the front lines doesn't mean we can't sit back and relax and let people wait on us.
0: Every <laughs> you know, I'm glad you mentioned that because I would, I, and I kid you not, I had forgotten about that and I probably, if, had, had Dave not mentioned it, it's highly likely how busy it is at AAR Ranch, Dave, that I would have woken up to cards and stuff and not, and been asking the question, well, what's going on? Because I well, really they move prefer- Christmas so. up. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, man, I tell you what. So yesterday, Dave, before the NSA kicked me off the airwaves, so we joke about that a lot, um, I had put a tweet out. I had seen from X-Insurance, the CEO, Rick Lindsay, a man that you've met before, he had put a tweet out, and I'm just going to summarize it, that said, it, it was actually on his Instagram, and I'd love to get your comment on this because you mentioned the fight that we're in because we fight the fight. Rick's uh, quote yesterday that I put out on a tweet, essentially, said this, that you should avoid a fight at all times. Always avoid a fight. But when it comes time to fight, fight like you're the third monkey on the ramp to Noah's Ark. And brother, it's raining out. And I, I think that is very telling because that is kind of, the that's the way I view the fight that we're in for our right to bear arms. Isn't that a, I, I thought it was great. Did, what do you think of hearing something like that?
2: No, I think that's an accurate assessment. We've got a situation here that I would have never thought when I was a younger man that we'd ever see in the United States of America. Uh, we have a an administration right now that is bent really on destroying the Second Amendment as we know it. Uh, they, uh, the Joe Biden rode into office uh with a a gun control uh slash gun prohibition plan that he is feverishly trying to put through because I think that deep down in his innards. <laughs> He knows that he ain't going to get reelected, uh, unless, you know, there's some kind of chicanery. But, uh, seriously, I think that uh, he's going to be a one-term president and he's scrambling to get this gun control thing. And for, for reasons that only all the gods and all the heavens could ever tell you, he wants to have a legacy that includes restrictive gun control in the United States. I, I, I don't understand that. Uh, we have a Bill of Rights. The cornerstone of that Bill of Rights is the Second Amendment. The thing that makes it work is the First Amendment. Guys like you and me know that for a fact. Uh, and we've got uh, 10 amendments in the Bill of Rights, not nine amendments plus a regulated privilege. There's 10 amendments There's uh, that they protect rights and the right to keep and bear arms is the one that Joe Biden wants to put a chokehold on
0: Bob, you um, know, from your lips to God's ear about Biden not being elected again. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned this. Ladies and gentlemen, I love Fridays because we get to kind of go down a few rabbit holes and we're going to do that with Dave right now. Um, Dave, let's, let's go to let's go to Biden for just a second. And the administration, Kamala Harris, she is widely being panned. Yesterday, Fox News had a piece up. And I, it, while I'm hard on Fox News, God bless them for being out there, because no other media would put a headline up like this from yesterday. Kamala Harris demands for assault weapons bans jeered, heading out to buy even more. Because here's here's the tweet that she put out. Now, I know you know this because you cover this stuff like I do every day. But about every two days, these two seem to hopscotch. Biden will, on his official tweet, know he's not thumbing it because he doesn't know how. Somebody in his administration is, is handling his Twitter account. And then every other day it seems they hopscotch back and forth about these silly calls for banning Americans' weapons while telling us that they don't want to ban Americans' weapons. Okay? So having said that, here's the tweet. Ban, this is from Kamala Harris uh, two days ago. Ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. Strengthen background checks. Enact safe storage and red flag laws. Repeal the immunity that protects gun manufacturers from liability, address the mental health crises deepened by the trauma of gun violence. Let's get it done. Dave, the question I have for you is as follows. Let's break this down one one piece at a time. Let's start with banning assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. Ladies and gentlemen, I know this sounds redundant, and it is because they make it so. We have to use these forms, this format, Armed American Radio, Dave's words, printed words, to take this stuff on. Banning assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. Americans want to hear is there any chance of that actually happening, Dave?
2: I don't think so. But and, I, and here's where the caveat is. In order for Congress, especially the Senate, to not act on that, they need to hear from their constituents. That means you, ladies and gentlemen, you can't sit this one out Gun rights is not a spectator sport. Defending the Second Amendment is not something you sit back and watch on TV while you're eating from a bowl of popcorn. You are in the game whether you like it or not. So get involved with that. You gotta contact your members of the United States Senate. You gotta contact your members of the of the House. You cannot I'm repeat, you cannot afford to lose this because if you lose this one, they're gonna come back for more. And eventually all you guys out there with your Pirazzi shotguns and your your expensive rifles, you know, your weatherby's ah, you know, they'll they'll never come after those they're coming after them. They want to take the low-hanging fruit first, and that is the evil-looking ugly black guns with the plastic stocks. And if you guys think for even a heartbeat that they're not intent on coming after your gun rights, you must have skipped over politics in high school because that's how this stuff works.
0: Dave, well said. Once we lose it... We never get it back. That's a fact. So I, I, I get this question all the time. We've allowed this to happen. I, I And I've had people admit to me, Dave, many, many times, quietly. You know, they'll, they'll come up and they'll say, you know, I've heard you on the radio say many times that we've allowed ourselves to be put in this position. I feel kind of responsible, too, because I haven't actually done anything. I listen to you. I read all the stuff. I get the gun magazines. But I've never called my state representative. I've never called my federal legislators. I've never written an email or a letter to the president of the United States. I've never attended a school board meeting. I've never done any of these things. And I want to change that now because I've always relied on the fact that I have a Second Amendment right. And while they talk about it, it's purely political. And I think, well, it's in the Constitution. They can't take it. They, they can take it, can't they? Oh yeah! Uh,
2: In fact, uh, there was some talk, uh, and I'm not even sure what the subject was the other day. Somebody uh, mentioned, and I I saw a headline: "It's time to have a constitutional convention." And I, I, it just struck me: "What are you crazy? If you have a constitutional convention, everything is on the table, not just a uh, an amendment that you want for taxes or for whatever. Everything is on the table. And I think probably that started when Gavin Newsom down in California uh, made the announcement, I think it was last week, and I wrote about this. Uh, He he wants to have a 28th Amendment or whatever number it is on gun rights, except this is going to be on gun control. And uh, I, I want to stress this. Newsom's plan is insane, and it, it, it will gut the Second Amendment. It is aimed at gutting the Second Amendment. If you don't believe that, you're dumber than a doorknob. Uh, Gavin Newsom is a perennial anti-gunner, and this is one way for him to stay in the headlines, A, and B, he's sending a signal out there that if poor old doddering Joe Biden doesn't doesn't make it through the primaries, I'm your guy. Yeah, let's and stop, and let's
0: really, that's right No, I'm gonna stop there for because I want to continue this conversation on the other side of this break. We're getting ready to take our first break, ladies and gentlemen, and we're spending time with Dave Workman today. And I want to go through each of the points of Harris's tweet. I think it's important because it isn't going to go away. We'll be right back with Dave Workman.
6: Daniel Defense, firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and
0: manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, segment two, the Friday edition here at AAR Ranch. The Sig Sauer Studios on this one, Crossbreed Holsters microphone continues. All of it is being brought to you today and every day by the great X Insurance. We are talking with Dave Workman, who we spend time with about once a week here over the many years that we've done this together. And Dave, welcome back in, brother. I appreciate you being here. Here. Thanks for giving us your time today. Oh, sure. You bet. Wouldn't miss it. All right. Let's go through the second part of this tweet. And I want to close out with the okay. assault weapons ban with this, ladies and gentlemen. This is an everyday occurrence from the White House. They're not waiting at this. They used to wait, Dave. I think, you know, that we'd see a tragedy happen and then they would they would pop their heads out. They're not waiting. They're doing this. They're hopscotching these two. Biden and Harris are hopscotching these tweets from the White House every single day. So, yeah, let's make it clear they want them and they're not going to stop when it comes to, quote, unquote, assault weapons and high capacity magazines. We agree on that. Correct.
2: Yeah, I think that's right. And you're you're right also about the way they're hopscotch in this thing. As as we mentioned in the first segment, uh, Joe Biden and, you know, uh, by default, Kamala Harris, Uh, they are really going for the gusto because I think deep down inside they know that they're not going to be around for a second term. Uh, I have never seen an administration come in and do so much damage to the country in such short a time as those two have. And so Biden, as I said uh, earlier, he wants to have gun control as part of his legacy and I cannot fathom why, but it's sort of explains why he's been a perennial anti-gunner for the last 50 years since he showed up inside the beltway. Uh, The the guy's got a fixation on ruining the Second Amendment and we can see that by A, the people he's put uh, in uh, various positions in the cabinet, B, his choice of Steve Dittle after he didn't get uh, David Chipman, Uh, C, he's got Kamala Harris right on uh, uh, the train with him, and she's an Anti gunner from California. In fact, if you recall, the Second Amendment Foundation sued her while she was the Attorney right. General in California. So, you know, moving right along, uh, let's go, let's go, again go to the
0: second point here. Let's go to the second point. I, I And I want to make this point also, ladies and gentlemen. The Democrat House of Representatives, when it was controlled by the Dems, did in fact already pass a quote unquote assault weapons ban. The only thing that stopped it was the Senate. The House passed it. So it, it, it's real. And and they are serious. Let's move to number two. Strengthen background checks. She puts out in this tweet a couple of days ago. What does she mean? And what does the administration mean by strengthening background checks? Because I've put out publicly, I don't even think they know. I think it's, it's a good talking point. But what is it they're trying to accomplish? they're
2: trying to accomplish is they want to create a waiting period uh, that is acceptable to people. They keep bouncing this 10-day waiting period. But I've heard uh, uh, periods of of up to 30 days. Now, if you and I had to wait for 30 days to exercise a different constitutional right, say, for example, the First Amendment, we'd be furious there'd be a revolution in this country. Uh, This business about we've got to strengthen background checks, they're, they're Trying to make it possible to prevent people from buying firearms period. If you don't believe that, you're, you're really in the wrong frame of mind, because that's really what they're trying to do. They're not saying that. Have you ever heard of an anti-gunner really admit, hey, we want to take all your guns away from you? Sometimes. Sometimes.
0: But, you know, they'll slip every once in a while, of course. Yeah, You'll hear the call. I know there's Beto
2: O'Rourke. I, I, yeah. I remember yeah. Vito. Hey, you know, we are going to take you your know. AR-15. <laughs> well, he says, hey, uh, remember what happened to O'Rourke's campaign for president with in about a heartbeat after he said that, he was done, finished, toast. That was it. Yeah, uh, I, but I,
0: really. But let me say this too, Re- to registration or, because, or background checks, because what this is leading to, and the ATF telegraphs this with the pistol brace, and that is mm-hmm. requiring a registration of gun owners that own a particular type of firearm. That's step number right. one. And we all know what happens when it's registered. Obama's Justice Department itself came out and stated that a universal background check would not work without a universal registration because we don't know who has what. So the ATF has already moved under the direction of Biden to create that form of registration. So when we see strengthened background checks, I will put out that this means specifically Registering firearms because they know the next step will be hey, guess what? We've got strength and background checks, but crime is still off the hook, and they won't say this part. We will. Democrat run cities, we need registration to put some teeth into this. Isn't that where they really want to go?
2: Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why mayors of big cities and they're all Democrats have been trying to erode state preemption laws across the country ever since they were first signed up uh, decades ago. Uh, Washington State was one of the first. It has become a model for uh, at least half of the preemption laws passed by other states around the country. And uh, the, the end game here, really the end game is not just registration because there's only two reasons for registration, to tax them or to take them. The end game is to get rid of them. They do really want to destroy the Second Amendment. I'm convinced of that.
0: I am, too. But do you let's go here. This is a fun conversation. And we're only on number two on this tweet, ladies and gentlemen. But it's it's extremely important we talk about this because this was put out by the vice president again 48 hours ago. So that begs this following question. Do they honestly believe in a country with, uh, you know, you hear numbers of 380 million to 450 million guns? I believe it's far higher than that because I know how many guns I have and you multiply me by 100 million and it's far more than 400 million firearms. Do they honestly believe that they will get them out of the hands of law abiding Americans and literally wipe out gun ownership and guns in this country? Because that is their ultimate goal. Do they really believe they can do that?
2: No, they don't. I, I I I can't imagine anybody really believing that. But here's what they want to do: they want the headlines. They want to convince the the. And I I don't mean this to to insult anybody. They want to commit the convince the rubes back home that they're doing something to fight crime. The problem is. And they won't ever admit this. It's their own social policies that have created the environment that creates this crime. Uh, soft on criminals, uh, prosecutors that won't prosecute, prosecutors that plea bargain uh, down uh, to misdemeanor type crimes, slap on the wrist punishment for these people. Uh, we have uh, a shooting situation that occurred this week in Seattle. A, a pregnant businesswoman 32 weeks pregnant was shot to death on downtown Seattle Street on uh, Tuesday. This is in broad yeah, daylight.
0: Terrible situation. They
2: tr- they tried to save her baby. The baby was born but died a short time later. Uh, it's my understanding that uh, today, Friday, there's going to be charges filed against the uh, perp. He's got a criminal record in the state of Illinois. He came out here from Illinois. Uh, I'm not sure when it's He's a f- convicted felon back there. He can't have a gun. What did they do? They found him with a gun that was reported stolen in the city of Lakewood, which is in Pierce County, about uh, uh, 30, 40 miles south of uh, C- in the city of Seattle. Okay, now, now hold on, hold on, ladies hold on. and gentlemen. Yeah, let's hold, keep, hold on a on. second.
0: Okay, because, again, these breaks. Hold that, are, the, hold that thought. These breaks are interrupting us, but I'm going to suggest <laughs> that a background <laughs> check wouldn't have stopped that. We'll be back right after this. No. <laughs>
2: you
6: Back to Armed American Radio's Daily Defense with Mark Walters.
0: American Radio's Daily Defense, the Friday edition in the six-hour studios. Mark Walters, filling your prescription for freedom, as I do every single day, hour one on this program. And it is a Friday. We love Fridays here, Greg's favorite day. And we're on the Crossbreed Holsters mic in the first hour of the broadcast, all of it brought to you by X-Insurance. Please go out of your way to support the partners that make these conversations happen every single day. It is vital that we sit here and talk about these things. If we lose outlets like this, the other side wins. And trust me they don't want us talking about these things Dave Workman out in beautiful Bellevue Washington and the CCRKBA and Second Amendment Foundation offices in that beautiful building out there I've been there I love it it's beautiful it's a beautiful time of year out there for you so I hope you're enjoying the weather let's continue this conversation we were interrupted by the break I maybe made the comment about that situation in Seattle I saw that story and it was terrible when it popped in on my alert broad daylight and here's a guy from California with a rap list as long as my both of my legs laid end-to-end, end, and he's got a stolen gun out of Pierce County, would Kamala Harris's, while well, we're talking about number two, strengthen background checks? Are you kidding me? Does she honestly believe that a strengthened, which they don't even know what that means, background check system would have prevented this guy from stealing a gun and murdering this woman?
2: I, I, well, she might believe that because, you know, she's she's the woman with the defensive tackle. <laughs> she uh, she developed this business about last. Having a question because that uh, prevents her from having to answer the question. Nervous she laughs. just, oh, God, that's so funny. It's a nervous laugh uh, because I'm too stupid to answer the question. So background checks. They want a quote-unquote enhanced background checks, whatever the hell that means. The situation uh, that unfolded here in Seattle with the murder of this young woman, 34-year-old, she's uh, carrying her second child. And the child died, too, because uh, even though they tried to save it after birth at the hospital, it just it died. Uh, just a tragic situation. But the guy that uh, is alleged to have done this, they've got him in custody. He has uh, convictions in Cook County, Illinois, where he did some time. So he's prevented by law from owning a firearm, from possessing a firearm, shows up in Seattle. been around here for, you know, I don't know how long it he's been here, but...
0: I guess he didn't get the memo but, that he was a prohibited Yeah,
2: yeah apparently not. And, uh, hey, gee whiz, uh, I, the cops recover a gun. It's been emptied. It was stolen in uh, Pierce County. And what that proves beyond anything else is that gun control laws do not prevent bad guys from getting guns because bad you guys don't obey gun control laws, if I had a brick, I would try to hammer that into the heads of every liberal lawmaker in the country. Hey, don't you understand what you're doing You're Only a fixed law-abiding, honest citizens. They do. It's not going to prevent these guys.
0: They do. They must. I, and I sense your frustration. I, you know, I, <laughs> Listeners, you probably sense my frustration here, too, when I see these tweets, and I see all of them. <laughs> these are the first things I see when I wake up. What a way to wake up every day, right, Dave? But, oh, yeah, I know. I just- <laughs> I mean, I've I got my entire show laid out for me at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, 1 o'clock Pacific, 4 o'clock live on the East Coast, by 9 o'clock in the morning because of this you know, this incessant yeah. pounding on the rights of law abiding people. Um, let me move now to enact safe storage and red flag yeah, laws. Point, point number three. Point yeah, number three. Again, ladies and gentlemen, we're covering a tweet that the vice president, I, it's hard for me to even say her as vice president. It really truly is. She's a joke. But nonetheless, she is the Vice President of the United States, you know you cannot refuse to accept the situation as, as terrible as it is. enact safe storage laws and red flag laws. What does that actually mean? What does she think it means i 'm asking you to get in her head it 's tough to do
2: well uh, there 's a lot of room in her head because it 's kind of empty, but uh, <laughs> um, the I think the point here is uh, safe storage laws how are you going to enforce that? other than having warrantless searches of the homes of gun owners, which leads us back to, well, we got to register guns so we know who has them so that we can search and make sure that they are uh, storing them safely uh, as per what the government tells them. Well, good luck with that. Uh, Again, bad guys aren't going to follow that law. They never have followed a gun law. They're never going to follow a gun law. So all you're doing is you're trying to turn as many honest citizens into prohibited persons by making it so that they uh, just uh, automatically violate some kind of a gun law. And then you say, well, you violated that gun law, you can't have a gun. Uh, The red flag laws, uh, I can understand that there are probably good intentions behind these red flag laws. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. We know what good intentions are really all about. Yeah. I I don't uh, want, you know, I mean, Mark, you and I don't want crazy people having goods. I mean, let's be honest no uh, it's the not problem right. is yeah, and you and I have discussed you and I have discussed this in the past the problem with red flag laws is due process and in some of these proposed red flag laws due process doesn't even show up there
0: yeah it is it's anathema to the constitution that we can we can have a, an ex parte hearing, which, ladies and gentlemen, in legal terms means you're not even present. You don't even know the charge has been leveled. And because it's not a criminal charge, it's a mental health charge by someone that you might not even know in some states. You don't have the benefit of even knowing it's occurred when a judge makes a decision to send armed individuals to your home to take your stuff in the middle of the night. And that's what they do. They come in the middle of the night to surprise you, and they come with lots and lots of guns let's move on now I, you did also dave point out make a great point on the enact safe storage laws let's go there briefly for just a second real fast how do they i have often wondered so how how are they going to know if i have a lock box next to my bed with my firearm how will they ever know <laughs> do you, they just expect me to follow it do they really <laughs> think that that that's going to occur i mean the level of stupidity here ladies and gentlemen is off the chain
2: yeah it it really is and you know mark and i you and I both uh, often sound very uh, uh facetious about this and very sarcastic but the, the really bottom line here and i've I've been covering this story for years you cannot enforce a safe storage law without um, warrantless
0: searches. Well, we've seen the ATF yeah, do it or um, attempt to do it, but we've got the video well, that I'm coming to doors. Hey, uh, I know that those videos are there. So this is, and, this is actually happening in real life, and again, this is a, a complete dismantling of the Fourth Amendment, which, again, and I want to point this out, and you pointed this out, I believe it was in the first segment, with this repealing the Second Amendment via the 28th Amendment, this nonsense from Newsom. Ladies and gentlemen, if they can do that, yes. They can repeal any amendment they want, and once they have your guns, They're off to the races. All right, let's move to repealing immunity that protects gun manufacturers from liability. I don't even think Kamala Harris has the mental acuity to even understand what she's talking about here. It's a blatant, flat-out lie, because if I have a gun that goes pow and blows off my thumb, I can certainly sue the gun manufacturer, just like I could sue an automobile manufacturer for a faulty airbag, for example, that should have been recalled and wasn't, and I was killed in a car accident my family can sue or if i'm injured whatever the case may be dave the gun manufacturers protected from liability is purely and i know there's redundancy here ladies and gentlemen but what we're talking about here the redundancy that i'm that i'm talking about is the conversation has had over and over and over again but dave this is clearly designed to bankrupt the firearms industry you've got about 15 seconds and then we'll take a break and come back and finish the conversation on, on analyzing her tweet go ahead
2: Okay, the, the the fifteen second version of this, the Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act, uh, was passed to prevent junk lawsuits. The idea that the firearms industry is immune from prosecution for anything is a myth. It's a lie. It was created by the Obama and now the Biden administration's
0: when we come through. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation. following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. I'm loving this program with Dave Workman today here in the Sig Sauer Studios on this one Crossbreed Holsters mic before we flip it over to the Fort Worth Armory mic at the top of this hour, getting ready to come up at six minutes after. Uh, We thank Crossbreed Holsters. We thank X Insurance who presents everything Sig Sauer. North America in Arms, please go out of your way to visit all of our partners at armedamericanradio.com. Dave, welcome back in, brother. Let's let's keep going here. Uh, I, I, before we, I don't want to pass up on this uh, gun manufacturer's liability. As you stated very clearly and succinctly in the finals in, in the last segment, it is hard for me to believe that American politicians would attempt to destroy an entire industry Literally billions of dollars of our economy that feeds law abiding Americans and our constitutional rights. But if the, if you met a Democrat that was being honest and you asked them, maybe had to give them a drug to be honest, would they tell you that that was their ultimate goal if they were being honest to literally wipe out the entire manufacturing industry?
2: Well, some of them honestly believe their own rhetoric, which <laughs> that's that's a shameful thing. It's a conversation for another day. But they some of them actually honestly believe that they're striking a blow for you know, whatever uh, the good guy's uh, side is here. But the reality is just this is clear. The Biden administration and, of course, the Obama administration, many people uh, have been believing lately that Biden is Obama's third term Uh, you know you can talk that over coffee uh, tomorrow morning but uh, they have been really trying hard to repeal that legislation to bankrupt or to uh, allow uh, the passage of laws to bankrupt the firearms industry through another string of junk lawsuits we saw this start 20 years ago way back in the late 19 Nineties And it continued uh, into the early 2000s when court after court after court said, hey, you guys can't do this. And I think one of the reasons that uh, uh, every other industry in the country is watching, for example, the automobile industry is really watching this because they don't want to be put in the position of where uh, somebody can sue, say, Ford Motor Company because some jerk stole a Ford Got drunk or stoned, ran a red light, wiped out a family in a T-bone car crash. Uh, the owner of the the Ford had nothing to do with it. Ford Motor Company had nothing to do with it. And yet, with this mentality, they, they would hold the government would hold Ford Motor Company liable for this. It's the same thing with firearms. Stolen firearm, gee whiz! The the man should have never allowed his gun to be stolen. Hey, he wasn't even home.
0: Classic, what can we say? classic, classic, classic case to blame the victim. Uh, you know, I, yeah, blame, I, 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 blame this, the victim. This is always an enjoyable conversation. I, I, I use this analogy. It is illegal to steal a vehicle even if the vehicle is running and you left your keys in the ignition, ladies and gentlemen, and we're stupid enough to walk into the 7-Eleven. It's still grand theft auto. It's not your fault. It's still illegal. It, you, the charge is not lessened against the criminal, unless you live in Democrat cities and Democrat states like Oregon where they don't punish people for stealing cars anymore. It's not lessened. The severity of the offense is not lessened because you left the car running. The charge is not reduced to a stupidity level because you did that. It's, it's a classic case of blaming the victim. Let's move over to, uh, address the mental health crisis. This is the, four, the fourth part of her tweet, fifth part actually. But I want, the way this is worded, it's very artful, Dave. Address the mental health crisis deepened by the trauma of gun violence deepened by the trauma of gun violence the way that's worded is a double edged sword let's make addressing the mental health crisis appear even worse than it is by tying it to it being worse because of the trauma of gun violence uh, so this is artfully worded we know this is the way they create narratives but what is what is kamala harris trying to accomplish if she's serious In saying address the mental health crisis, what does that mean?
2: Well, we have a mental health crisis because of the social policies that uh, started years and years ago when they decided, well, let's mainstream all the crazy people. Let's start shutting down all the asylums and the mental institutions and just put them out in public. We see homeless camps all over this country full of people who are in desperate need of uh, mental health services. And some of these individuals need to be institutionalized. I'm not afraid to say that. That. You shouldn't. You've never been afraid to say that. And, and some of these people need to be institutionalized because they are unsafe to be out in public. Period. Uh, and, you know, we, we see crimes committed every day uh, in places where there's a high number of, of homeless camps because these people, they've got nothing else going for them. And uh, the sad part of it is uh, Kamala Harris is getting away with blaming you <laughs> The firearms industry, this gun violence thing, what you know, whatever that is, uh, on on the men, uh, she's blaming the mental health crisis, or at least part of it, on the fact that we've got guns in society. That's really what this is all about. It's another way to demonize firearms, and really, that's the bottom line. They got to demonize these things so that they can justify banning them from public ownership.
0: Yeah, you know, well said. I guess I'll let that one stand on its own. Uh, no further comment on that because you're correct and we don't shy away from telling the truth here that some of these people do need to be taken off of the streets. There is absolutely no question about that. I want to point out also that when we say that they're hopscotching these tweets, her last one came on June 10th and uh, it stated, and I quote and I'm, I'm looking directly at her Twitter feed gun violence is the leading cause of death in our nation's children. That is a flat out bald faced lie, ladies and gentlemen. Congress must have the courage to act and pass common sense gun safety laws including an assault Weapons ban and universal background checks. Now, Dave, the key component to this entire discussion is every single thing that this California politician has proposed is already in effect in her home state. And the (laughs) results of what they've had in California, California leads the nation in shootings. And Gavin Newsom refuses to admit it. But they're all part of California law, longstanding for many, many years. And this is what they want for the rest of the country. I'm going to assume that's the case, even though it's failed miserably in California, correct?
2: Yeah, uh, it's it's the classic example of insanity. You're trying the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Hey, it failed in California, but if we do this nationally, well, it'll just fail bigger. Uh, but no, we can blame the firearms industry. That, that seems to be the mentality that is at work here. And the problem is people seem to forget lessons in history. They forget that. Gun controls in New York didn't stop criminals from committing uh, uh, crimes with guns. Gun controls in Chicago didn't stop criminals from committing crimes with guns. In fact, Chicago, even today, is a bloodbath. And, you know, previously we talked about, uh, you know, the car theft. Remember, history. Back in the 1800s, people didn't have cars, they had horses. And if you stole a horse that was tied outside of somebody's house, they hung thank you. That was a <laughs> yeah. hanging
0: offense. Dave, we're getting ready to end this hour. Let me let me say this. Thank you very much for being here and breaking down this tweet. I had some other things to talk with you about, but this this did require the hour. Ladies and gentlemen, I also want to point out a tweet on June 6th. You see the pattern here? About every four days from her, as someone who has fought their entire career to try to end gun violence, solutions do exist. It requires leaders in the United States Congress and state legislators to ex- exercise courage and pass common sense gun reform. Dave, it never Ends. Thank you for fighting the good fight, my friend. I'll tell people where they can find all your stuff in the next hour. Dave Workman out in beautiful Bellevue, Washington. We'll be back at six minutes after the hour on the flip side.
1: You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network.